0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Uniquely Made, a podcast presented by Know Your Worth. The mission of Know Your Worth is to establish values and confidence in the hearts and minds of young people through the teachings of Jesus Christ. My name is Sheena LaFay Cruz, your host and founder of Know Your Worth. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Uniquely Made. And today I'm so excited to have with us our guest, our 2021 winner of the Know Your Worth Scholarship. How are you doing today, Promise? I'm doing
1: great today. I'm honored to be here. Just grateful to be, to just just have woken up today and grateful to be on
0: here. So, Well, Promise, we are so delighted to have you on the show today, and we're just going to dive right in. So Promise, you were one of the many applicants for the Know Your Worth scholarship this year, and we gave you all um, criteria to write on, and that criteria was to pick one of the words that we choose to describe worth. Uh, w is for well pleasing, O is for obedient, R is for redeemed, T is for truthful, and H is for holiness. So just tell our listeners what made you decide to write on the word well pleasing.
1: Well, for me, ever since I was a child, I've always wanted to serve others in a way that would make them feel better. So even before I started going to church, I always wanted to be that guy who would help other people, you know, as much as I can. So when I actually got um involved in the community and involved into my church it really just felt like it, it really just like fit like a glove you know with my personality and with my service i always wanted to be well pleasing to the lord well pleasing to my community well pleasing to my parents and siblings in a way so that we can all improve and get better like collectively so i thought um it would be you know the, the most comfortable for me to write to choose the word well pleasing it was the, the easiest for me to write about um it felt very like i feel like everything flowed beautifully so um i feel like if i chose any other word i would have had to like you know, um, think a lot harder about it. And, you know, it would have been very rigorous. But, you know, the word well-pleasing just kind of stuck out to me. Like, as soon as I saw it, I figured like, okay, that's what I'm going to pick right there. Oh,
0: that's, that's wonderful. And being a young man in Christ, tell me some of the the obstacles that you have had to face being young and, um, and being just on fire for the Lord.
1: Yes. Well, um, first, for most of my entire life, actually, I went to um, St. Paul's Preparatory Academy, which is a private Christian school. So um, I really haven't had too much trouble um, having to, you know, fit in with um, people who don't really believe the same things as I do. Um, I guess that would have to have come later when I transferred to a public high school in the last two years of my high school. But um, when I was at my private school, um, of course, not everyone there were Christians. So um, although we did believe the general idea of God and that, you know, we would all go to church every Sunday, um, we all kind of had our different kind of beliefs in the back of our head. Um, I feel like I was like the typical church kid. You know, I was growing up in the pew. You know, um, I went to the Potter's house um, with Bishop TVJ. because I've, I've pretty much grown up there. So um, I really haven't had too much trouble with that. Most of my friends, most of the people I surrounded myself with believe the exact same way I did too. So um, I know that isn't always the easiest to find, so I just I'm grateful to God uh, for all my friends. You know, they're all blessings to me, and um, yeah, you know, it's really just been great to just have a bunch of people who really support what I support and believe what I believe, and you know, we just you know tackle on any challenge we could find together. So
0: that's that's uh, that's an interesting point, and that certainly is a blessing. And you said something that's that's very profound and very important that I want all of our young people to really gravitate to. And that is surrounding yourself with people who believe the same thing you do. And that is so important because um, it's easy to get swayed or, you know, to do something that is out of the will of, of the Lord to be tempted. I mean, let's just be fair and honest about it. It's, it's easy for that to happen. So since you've had that kind of, I'm going to call it uh, for lack of a better term, that blanket, that covering uh all of your life, how are you going to take that and go to college where you're now going to be surrounded by people who are of other faiths or no belief at all?
1: Yeah, so this is why I I was so thankful that I transferred to Mansfield Summit High School, the public school, um, for the last two years of my high school. When I first transferred there, I was like a deer in headlights. Everything was so new to me. There were so many more people, so many different religions, so many different um, types of people who just believe different things. So um, it was really like kind of like a culture shock to me to, so, you know, like make new friends and talk to new people and kind of to have to adjust my worldview a little bit. But um, I feel like the experiences that I learned there with um, being on the track team and being on the National Honor Society at Mansfield Summit High School kind of prepared me to transition into college because I feel like um, I'm going to the University of Texas at Arlington, which is like just around the corner. And most of the same people from that district um, from Mansfield Summit are uh, going there as well. So I feel like it's going to be um, way easier for me to transition there. Than it would have been had I stayed at St. Paul's and graduated from there. So I think those last two years at the public school that I attended kind of prepared me and really strengthened me for my transition.
0: So that, that's awesome. So I'm going to ask you a question that I get all the time. Um, and as I said to you at the beginning, I'm 38. So uh, I've been around a little bit longer than you. So I had a little bit more experiences. But a question that's always getting thrown to me is Well, Sheena, you grew up in the church. This is all you know. So What makes you dedicate your life to Christ if this is all you know? Now, for me, the way I would answer that question is that, yes, this is all I know, but I have experienced Christ and God for myself. So regardless of how I was raised or my upbringing, what's in me is real because I have a personal relationship. So even if everybody in my family today decided that they wanted to turn away from God, I would remain because that relationship is personal. So take us on your journey. How did you come to have a love for God and really accept him to be in charge of your life?
1: Well, first, I have to admit, before I attended um, junior high school, I was really always the quiet kid in the back of the class, you know, the quiet church kid in the back of the pew. I was never really, I liked, you know, interacting with people, but it just kind of gave me a, a sense of social anxiety from it. So I tended to stay away from it. And, you know, when you isolate yourself for a while, you kind of feel that sense of dread and loneliness. And fortunately for me, God pulled me out of that. I started um, volunteering for my church, volunteering for my school. And I feel like just having a set goal of forcefully advancing God's kingdom is what gives me like the, um, the drive to keep going. You know, I feel like if I had never attended church, I would have still stayed in the back of the school and stayed in the back of wherever I was and would have just locked myself in my room for the entire day and really just to not have grown as a person. But with the experiences that came through being a member of the Potter's House Church in Dallas, it really like helped me come into myself. I I feel like I never would have found myself had I not um, attended church. I feel like um, as a result, I've really gotten closer with God. You know, there's a very um, excellent youth ministry at the Potter's House that's really helped me interact with other people. And it's really like helped me um, see God in a different light than, you know, how I was seeing him. You know, at first church was like a chore to me, You know, I'd wake up Sunday morning and it just felt like, oh, man, I got to go back to church again. But now it's exciting. I can just really jump out of bed. and really get out and be excited to help new people and listen to the brand new word that um, the pastor is about to preach. I truly just, you know, volunteer and help other people out so we can all have a great experience.
0: That's awesome promise. So what would you tell young people that say, oh, I hear you, man. But still, that's that still sounds so textbook uh, type of answer. How would you answer young people that says, you know i don't I don't want to go to church. Church is boring.
1: okay, well, I feel like some people they come to that conclusion based off of um the ideas and viewpoints of other people. I think when you actually experience it for yourself and you stop listening to you know what other people are telling you, then maybe you know you're start to give it a shot. you know, uh, I've heard a lot of people from my school say that you know, they don't like church and what it stands for or anything. But when you ask them, you know, have they actually gone and given it a chance, you know, have they even at the very least, like kind of go on YouTube and watch a sermon. They haven't really gone to that length. They kind of just hear one opinion and they just kind of run with it. So I feel like if you give it a chance, you know, you sit down in a sermon, you know, you open your heart, you open your mind to Jesus and really just give it, let him give him the opportunity to come into your life. Then maybe you can see if it's for you. And if it's not, then, you know, we're just going to have to keep working at it. And hopefully we'll see.
0: But, you know, Promise, you sound like such a mature young man. I wish I had your level of maturity at your age. Um, I did not. Fortunately, that, that came later on. But everybody's journey is different. And I think for me, being able to be thankful and acknowledge the journey that, that is set for each individual person will help you get to your destination. Your assigned destination, not my destination, not the person down the street or whomever destination, but your everybody has an assignment, and it seems like that you have recognized uh, where you are so far in, in, in Christ, and that that's just awesome. But I would just ask you, since you're so young, you're getting ready to enter into college. I know you're going to school for uh, biology, and you want to be a, a nurse. So where do you, where do you see yourself? and 10 years what is the promise 10 years from now look like in your mind
1: so you know going into the medical field is a very lengthy and tedious process so I know that you know when I made a decision to want to be a nurse and to really want to transition into an anesthesiologist which is the end goal for me um, I knew it wasn't going to be you know a quick four years and I'm out and I'm working so um in 10 years, I'll probably be in medical school. Hopefully, I'll be in medical school, you know, trying to finish up my residency, really trying to get the credits that I need to become an anesthesiologist. Because um, I feel like I kind of have a master plan. First, I want to be a nurse anesthetist. And then I feel like the skills that I learn as a nurse anesthetist and working in various communities will help me as I transition to be an anesthesiologist, where I feel like I can help more people and really learn more about myself and about the community. I learn about more ways to help others. So I feel like um, that's really the best way for me. Um, I'm really excited to just see what type of person I'll be because 10 years ago from now, I, I was not the same person 10 years ago. So I know 10 years from now I'll be more mature, I'll have a stronger relationship with God, and I'll really just have a deeper connection with my family and my community and my roots, and just really just confirming who I am. Because you know, as a teenager, you're still kind of figuring out who you are. I feel like I've got a pretty good grip on who I am as a person, but I want to make sure that I'm truly stepping into my calling and what God has for me. So 10 years from now, I feel like I'll be like the ideal version of myself.
0: That is awesome. That is awesome promise. You're really encouraging my heart tonight because I feel like you you have to be confident in who you are. And regardless of, and I'm just going to encourage you, regardless of what comes in your way, because the the, the enemy is hearing everything that you're saying and And, as we are talking, as we're talking right now, he's already devising plots and plans to try to hinder you from your goals that you have and from where God has you to be. But I encourage you encourage you to stay in your word, keep fasting, keep praying. It seems like you have a circle of support around you i I pray for that support to continue on in your journey, and I would love to catch up with you in ten years to see if you are indeed where you are as an anesthesiologist that is just that is just awesome uh, thank you yeah but promise i have to ask you where did the name promise come from
1: okay, so um promise is actually my dad's name i'm promise junior so you know for most of my life I've, people call me pj because you know growing up with a name like promise promise is usually a girl's name here in america Um, my parents immigrated from Nigeria. So over in Nigeria, it kind of has a different meaning. It kind of means like God's promise, you know, promise over your life. But when you're in kindergarten, elementary school, people don't really understand that. So I kind of had to take on the name as PJ, which, you know, is cool. I've always really preferred kind of to go as PJ, but, you know, now that I'm graduating from high school, I kind of feel like, okay, well, promise is my government name. Promise is a name that the Lord told my parents to name me. So I'm really kind of still trying to step into promise. Um, when I was a little kid, I remember asking my dad why he named me promise junior, he said he didn't know. So I feel like he just liked the name so much because it's his name as well. He kind of just wanted to pass on the legacy to myself. So I kind of had it to attach my own purpose to that name and my own kind of reasoning so I can step in and be my own
0: person. That's awesome because when I looked um, at your name, I said, there's gotta be a story. <laughs> there's got there's got to be a story behind such a unique name and when I did my research I saw that promise is is not unique in Africa so I did I did see that because I was just I never heard of the name promise so that's that's just that's just an awesome name so that's an even uh more drive for you to walk into your promise with that name so that's that's just great that's just really awesome So my last question to you uh, today, so I'm going to call you PJ since that's what you prefer. So my last question to you today, uh, PJ, is if you could say anything to encourage a young person who is in the middle of the road with their walk with Christ that says, you know what? I didn't have all the opportunities that you had. I, I didn't grow up in church. I didn't have a mom and a dad. What can you say to them to encourage them to know that even though they didn't grow up in the best of circumstances, that God still loves them, he still cares, and he still has a plan for their life and that they should know their worth?
1: Well, I believe that every day you wake up is a day, is another opportunity for you to really step into who you are. It's another blessing from God to really do what you are supposed to be. So I feel like um, my words of encouragement for anyone who's kind of on the fence about church and kind of on the fence about what they want to do in life and their purpose, I feel like you have to make small goals throughout the day. Like, okay, so first, first goal of the day, you know, you wake up. Okay, I'm going to get out of bed. Okay, second goal, I'm going to brush my teeth. Uh, third goal, I'm going to go and compliment somebody on the street today. I feel like if you make those type of simple goals, that will not only help you get out of your comfort zone, but it'll push you forward to like really get your day going and be the person who you want to be. I feel like when you, um, go into and you step into nicer goals, that will kind of hopefully lead you into the right direction. Um, I feel like, um, there are a lot of communities and a lot of people who are Christians in America. And although people kind of use that term loosely nowadays. I feel like a lot of people, when they do, um, label themselves as Christians, they do have the best intentions in mind. So really, you kind of have to talk to different people, you know, you have to get comfortable with interacting with others, and just um, helping, hoping that they give you the answers you need to really be happy with yourself. I feel like if you're not happy with yourself first, then no one else can really make you happy but the Lord. So if you're kind of on the fence about the Lord, then you know, you it's going to be a little difficult for you. So I feel like you need to find the happiness that you need, you know, maybe get a hobby, you know, play a sport, you know, help others find the happiness that you need, and it will lead you to God eventually in the end. That,
0: that is, that is wonderful. I can definitely tell that you have your own ministry within you. Um, you're very easy to understand. And if I were young and I want to be your friend, (laughs) I should say, if I were younger, (laughs) if I were younger, I would definitely want to hang out Promise, I just PJ. I'm sorry. Uh, Thank you so much for just hanging out with us um, and just sharing uh, our uh, your story with us. Um, We are praying. We are rooting for you uh, when you start um, in the fall. And I'm going to invite you back to to come back maybe after your uh, your first year and just give us an update and let us know how let us know how you're doing. We also have teen summits. We we usually do them in person. It's kind of hard to get young people to uh log in uh, outside of school hours. But when we get back out, hopefully we can, you know, invite you to be a part of some of our teams. Some is encourage you because I'm really moved by who you are and your relationship with God. And I think you would be an attraction to other young people and especially our young men, because we definitely need more men who are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ and who can stand boldly. It seems like, you know, women are just all over the place, but we need more strong men to stand up for for God and for Christ. And I'm so, I'm so honored to meet you today. And I'm so honored that you even took the time to apply for the scholarship. And I just want to shout out all the other applicants who apply for the scholarship. We love you too. We appreciate you. And we're still praying for you all. Unfortunately, there could only be one winner, but we're still praying for all of the 2021 applicants. So PJ, I'm just going to ask you, if you wouldn't mind, if you would just close us out with a quick word of prayer.
1: Okay, everybody bow your heads. Um, Lord, thank you for giving me this opportunity to come on the Know Your Work podcast. Um, I pray that everyone who is listening to this um, receive some words of encouragement um, that will help them find their purpose into to forcefully advance your kingdom and meeting you in heaven, which is the end goal. Um, I pray that as we all log off and go on with the rest of our day, that we will not forget the words that were said today. Help us to find our purpose and find the encouragement that we need to truly know our worth. Help us to not let the devil or anyone else try to bash on our own sense of worth, on our own ideas and on our own goals that you have set it forward for us. Thank you for everything you have done and will do for us in the future. In Jesus' name we pray.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Promise. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I pray that something was said to help you through your journey in Christ. Remember, you are uniquely made with a purpose and God sees the beauty that lies within you. So until next time, stay focused, committed, determined, and know your worth.